Welcome to the Magical Learning Podcast. In this episode, Danette sits down outside on the farm again to give you some tips on how to be resilient and adaptable. Not only that, she tells you why some businesses have thrived during this disruption and some tips you can take on every day to improve your adaptability. Hello, and welcome to the Magical Learning Podcast. My name is Danette Fenton Menzies. I am the Director of Learning at Magical Learning. And today I wanted to share some tips about how during these disruptive times you can be more adaptable and spot some opportunities. Now I am sitting up the back of our property looking over um, farmland and you will probably hear some birds at some stage. Last time I did a recording outside I had crows join me and were talking along. Anyway, welcome and I'd love to start with a question. What have you noticed about people who and organisations who appear to be thriving in these disruptive times? I always get curious about what helps people to thrive. And one of the things I've noticed, and I've been talking to a number of people about this, is that the people who appear to be thriving and the organisations that appear to be thriving have basically focused on what they can control. So they've looked at ways that they can adapt what they can do and serve others. And by doing that, they've made themselves relevant um, and of service to others. And I think in these days where everything is changing so rapidly, it is really important for us to think about how do we look after ourselves in order to be able to maintain that ability to adapt. So a question for you all. Would you put cheap fuel in a Porsche, for argument's sake? If you did put cheap fuel in a Porsche, how would you expect it to perform? So one of the things to think about is really we are like that Porsche or Ferrari or whatever sports car you perhaps like. It's that we need to fuel ourselves with really high quality fuel. So in order to be adaptable, first of all, we need to look after ourselves. So good wholesome food, lots of hydration, obviously looking after ourselves as well. So a really important thing is to make sure that we make self-care a priority. When we look after ourselves, it allows our body to relax. It makes us calmer. And in that state, we are going to spot more opportunities than if we are stressed. Another thing that can really help us is self-reflection. And you can do this through journaling. Notice when you're reacting to things versus responding to things. If you're being triggered for argument's sake, that's an opportunity for you to get to know what are the things you haven't yet processed that you need to let go of. When we do that, it allows us to get rid of the things that are holding us back from our next level of being amazing. And it gives us that ability to shine. And when we shine, it's not bouncy, bouncy, wow, look at this. It's really about us being beautiful and calm. Because in that state, we actually access far more of our brain and therefore are able to spot possibilities, opportunities that we can pivot and adapt to, to help improve what we're doing and also help our organisations. Another tool that we're going to do a podcast on separately shortly is asking great questions. 
I know any time I've been stuck, when I've asked myself a really good question, it's helped me get out of that. It's helped me to look at a situation from a number of different perspectives and then identify ways to adapt to be able to move forward in a positive way. Often that means that I need to push my boundaries. So we all know that our boundaries are that, that beautiful space where we feel safe. So when we nudge up against our boundaries, we start to get uncomfortable. And it is that discomfort that is actually our growth. I remember years ago, I was teaching a class on resilience and I asked the class, you know, hands up, when was the last time you felt fully alive? And the group sort of looked around and ummed and ahed. And then finally someone went, oh, I remember. I said, tell me. And he said, oh, one of my children wanted to jump out of a plane and I was absolutely terrified of heights, but I knew I needed to jump with them. So he said as they were going up in the plane, he was absolutely terrified. And the moment he jumped out of the plane, he had to be fully present because otherwise then he would not have had any control at all. And he said when he landed on the ground, he, he just had this rush of euphoria and he felt fully alive. What I know is when we stay within our boundaries, while it's comfortable, it's also numbing. So one of the beautiful things about the disruption at the moment is we are being forced to actually push up against those boundaries and adapt and change. Now, some people will resist that and that will require a lot of energy that they will waste. Much better to just go, well, it is what it is and it's time for me to just push those boundaries a little bit and have be proactive so that I actually have that choice about my growth rather than if we keep resisting those boundaries and that opportunity those opportunities to grow eventually we're going to be forced to um, deal with them so I'd rather be proactive rather than reactive the other thing is you know when you try new things you're not always going to get it right first up in fact learning and growth part of that process is dealing with challenges, dealing with imperfection, dealing with failure and understanding that it's not a bad thing. It's just part of the growth process. I'm reading a really interesting book at the moment by Jim Quick. It's called Limitless. And in this book, he talks about one of the things we can do to continuously grow is to read every day. And I really liked his hack and it helps us digest what we're reading faster and also um, you learn better. So he suggests we apply the Pomodoro technique to our reading. So we read for 25 minutes and then break for five minutes. And in that five minutes, you can ask yourself these questions. He talks about how can I use this to what you're reading? Why must I use this? And when will I use this? Three great questions to help your brain digest that information and, and start to think about how they can, how your brain can use it to help you to adapt. Another thing that I think is really important is looking at your circle of people around you and, and identifying whether your group is, so this is your friends and your colleagues, is it a diverse group or is it very homogenous? If it is very homogenous, meaning very similar, I would suggest that it's time to again push about boundaries and bring some people who are different to you into your um, close group. 
What that'll help you do is it will give you diversity of opinions, diversity of thoughts, diversity of beliefs. Again, that'll push what you believe in and help, if you're open to it, help you to grow and become more open-minded about how we approach different things. Again, that allows us to be more flexible, which allows us to adapt. The other thing that I think is so important at the moment is please treat yourself with love and kindness and compassion. Do the same for others and start with yourself. When we love ourselves, when we're kind to ourselves and when we're compassionate to ourselves, we are far more likely to empower ourselves and then be able to empower others. This is not a time to beat yourself over the head if you don't get things right. In fact, that's the worst thing you can do because it'll take your brain into more of a threat response, which is more a survival response, rather than when we treat ourselves with love, kindness and compassion, we realise that we are all in this together. We look then to, you know, who can I um, talk to, who can I share with, who can I collaborate with? And again, when we're adapting, we, we can't do it all by ourselves. We need to bring others in to our fold to be part of that beautiful space where we are able to tra- change and create new things by working together with others. And that's why diversity is really important because then we spot more opportunities than if we're all thinking the same way. Another thing that I would suggest is really pay attention to your language at the moment. So our language can either be quite negative, which if we're in a fear state, absolutely you'll hear people saying, this is a disaster, I feel overwhelmed, etc. And our, our words create our thoughts, which create our emotions, which create chemical reactions in our body. Being really mindful to use very neutral or more positive language. There's a fabulous TED talk on a gentleman called Ben Zander. And I had the pleasure of watching Ben Zander at a conference a couple of years ago. And one of the things I love about him is his joy in life and how he deals with mistakes. So when a mistake occurs, rather than talking about disaster, catastrophe, he says, how fascinating. Now, what a beautiful thing to instruct your brain. Because when it's fascinating, your, your brain's going to want to pay attention in a positive way. What a beautiful way to look at how do we change this to adapt and get a better outcome. One thing that I love doing, and it's why I'm doing the live podcasts outside, is because being in nature slows us down. And in nature, the most astonishing things happen if you're just present. Today I've heard some beautiful birds singing. You can probably hear the wind chime in the background. And it's just a beautiful way to get back to that calm state. You know, if you think about all of the the geniuses in the world, a lot of them spent time connecting in nature to their greatness, to their power. And that's how they were able to adapt and change. So take time to be outside. Don't rush, just be. Spend some time daydreaming. You might be astonished what you come up with that can help you adapt and thrive during these disruptive times. Two more things I'd love to share with you. One is everything you create in your life, you create through what you learn and do. And so I would encourage you to become a lifelong learner. 
whether it's listening to a podcast like you're doing right now, whether it's reading a book, having a really interesting discussion, watching a video, all of those help you grow and expand your potential. With that expansion comes the ability to adapt better. Rather than seeing spending money on your development as an expense, see it as an investment in everything that you are going to create in the future. And this is a great time to invest in yourself. And it's not necessarily the money, it's the actual time to invest and continue to grow yourself. There are always possibilities out there. Who knows what you might learn just by taking a little bit of time to learn from someone else. And the final idea I'd love to share with you, and I got this from a gentleman called James Ulcher. He writes a lovely blog and he talks about the ideas book or the concept of the ideas book. So every day he encourages you to write in an ideas book 10 new ideas. Now you don't have to implement all of them. What it's doing is getting you into the routine of every day coming up with 10 new ideas. Now over time, imagine the impact that's going to have on your ability to adapt and thrive during disruptive times. So I hope this has been helpful. Thank you so much for joining me today. Have a magical day. And until next time, please take care. Thank you for listening to the Magical Learning Podcast. As always, you can find us on YouTube, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and anywhere you find your podcasts. You can also look on our website for free webinars and extra resources or to book in a session with Graham or Danette. Have a magical day.